0: blog talk radio good morning everyone welcome to the faces of tbi podcast series i am amy Zalmer, founder of faces of tbi.com and your host today i will be chatting with michael hagan about how a case manager can help you navigate after brain injury This episode is brought to you by Midwest Functional Neurology, a Minneapolis-based clinic staffed by caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion syndrome, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and migraines. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in the Midwest. They've greatly helped me and many others. You can find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Hello, I am Amy Zelmer, and you are listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Good Men Project. And I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council. And I recently released my second book, Embracing the Journey, Moving Forward After Brain Injury. You can learn more about me and the podcast series at facesoftbi.com, and be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy zalmer Today my guest is Michael Hagen, and Michael is a 2002 graduate of Michigan State University. At Michigan State, he received a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology, along with the completion of a pre-medical tracking. He started working at Origami shortly after graduating in December 2002. At Origami, he started off as a direct care provider, and in 2004, he transitioned into the role of a care coordinator. He is a certified brain injury specialist and certified case manager. Currently, he also serves as the care coordination supervisor. Origami Brain Injury Rehabilitation Center is a nonprofit organization located in Lansing, Michigan. Origami provides comprehensive rehabilitation care for survivors of brain injuries and their families through their compassionate and innovative services. Origami creates opportunities and transforms lives. Welcome to the podcast, Michael. So happy to have you here.
1: Yes. Thank you for having me on today.
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this today. And, you know, I think it'd be great if, um, Maybe you just gave our listeners a little background of what brought you um, to, what what started your interest in working in the brain injury community and, and what brought you here today?
1: Yes. Well, thank you for that great introduction. And exactly. So when I went to Michigan State, I was majoring in psychology and I took this really great course called Brain and Behavior. I just absolutely loved it. It was something that really appealed to me. It was so much so I was thinking, boy, how could I even like integrate this into Postgraduate work and stuff like that. So as I went through, um, you know, the psychology uh, program and going through my studies for uh, my, my goal was to get into medical school at the time, you know, just trying to figure out how can I, you know, move that forward. A friend of mine from the program actually uh, explained to me about, hey, she works at this great place called Origami. You might be interested in blood brain injury. So right away, I was super interested. So after graduation, I thought, boy, I need a lot more experience um, in general. And if I plan on going to medical school or going on psychology, I just, I just want to find something that you know really appeals to me. And I went to origami, and the you know, rest is history. Um, 16 years later, I'm still here. So yeah, that's it was really uh, just an interesting you know domino effect. Um, you know, and, and then when I came here, like I said, I, I had interest in going on to medical school, but. I found my home right away, and you mentioned I even started out in direct care work, and I can't tell you how valuable that was to be working one-on-one with clients with you know, traumatic brain injuries in their everyday life situations in a rehab setting. And then I was lucky enough to move into the care coordination role, which is the case management role, and that's exactly where we ended up today. Never looked back.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I had the pleasure of visiting Origami, um... Gosh, when was I there? June, I think. <laughs> um, yep. And time flies. And it was so – it was really impressive to see the facilities and everything that they are doing there. And um, it, it just – it makes me so happy to know that there definitely are um, – clinics and providers out there who truly understand brain injury and are helping the community. So thank you. And thank you everyone at Origami for just being so awesome and proactive in in the brain injury world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you also had a chance to speak at the MidMichigan Brain Injury Symposium and through your whole talk, I couldn't help not to think about all the steps that you went through. And, boy, how valuable a case manager would have been here. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and that is the frustrating piece for, you know, there's so many people like me who didn't, you know, we weren't in the hospital, right? And and yeah. Yeah. and so, like, there's just, I mean, it's already very misunderstood, and there's just not a lot of understanding in the in the brain in the medical community as a whole. But you know, then you throw in someone who wasn't in the hospital, and it's just you get so lost in the system. And yeah,
1: absolutely, you're relying on that, that primary care physician then to guide your treatment,
0: mm-hmm. and and and, that's and they don't right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As you so, experienced, I mean, yeah, I mean. Oh, I I was just going to say, why don't you just start with like a brief, um, one oh one of of what a case ca- case manager does, and you know what what your role consists of on a on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting definition because there's so many different facets to case management. You know, traditionally, you know, there's case managers who typically are nurses who work in the hospital setting. You know, and and they manage. Um, you know, and within their own department, um, their, their type of care. And then, you know, there's case managers who work in facilities like myself, you know, in rehab care. And then there's also case managers who work what we call independently, um, who help in individuals with traumatic brain injuries, you know, navigate the system outside of the walls of a, a treatment facility. Um, in my particular case, working in a facility, you know, I work with the whole inter- interdisciplinary team. of, You know, providers, and you know, and we we work collaboratively. You know, on figuring out the best outcomes for our, the clients that we we serve. And you know, the care coordinator, in my role. Um, I always like to think of the analogy. It's kind of the hub of the wheel. Not necessarily, you know, we don't not the leader, but the hub. You know, we, all the information branches out from us. So, but generally, you know, a, a case manager is a person who, you know, possesses the expertise, knowledge, and has the professional um, experience um, you know, to help navigate the, the very complex continuum of care, you know, for individuals, whether it's a medical condition or a catastrophic injury or illness. Um, so that's where the case manager will, will fall into that type of role. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it can be... Wide open, depending on the various venues and funding sources as well. So Mm -hmm. that plays a big role, like most people quickly figure out after a major
0: injury. Yeah, right. Um, You know, and I also, okay, so in Minnesota, we have the Brain Injury Alliance of Minnesota, and they have a large team of case managers. And I know not mm. all states are so fortunate, right? Um, yeah. So, again, it, kind of what you said, it goes back to funding. Um, yeah. And also where I think of a case manager is through something like the um, Health and Human Services Department <clears throat> through the state. Um, that's where yeah. I also think when I think of case manager. Um, so, like you said, there's a, there's a lot of... lot of roles for case manager a lot of places that they can be Um, so why don't we kind of start with what what do you do on a daily basis how do you help um, the patients at origami are you working more with inpatient outpatient Um, what role do you play or all of the above. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. All of the above, actually, in my particular role, because I work with clients who reside in our assisted living program. You know, they have um, a person on staff 24 hours a day. Um, our semi-independent living program, and those are individuals who live in apartments on campus, but maybe only need an hour or two of, of touchstone with an individual, um, like with a rehab aid provider, or myself. You know, per day, per week. And then I actually work with um, a day treatment population too. So they come in for the day, obviously, um, to get therapies or just maybe, you know, take part in recreational activities. Um, those could be individuals who do require some sort of supervision, can't be left home. Um, ideally, they may come in for, you know, four or five hours a day while maybe their loved ones or caregivers or you know doing the things that they need to do on a daily basis Um, so my role with all that is like I mentioned before is kind of just the hub of information facilitating treatment planning um, and and with our residential clients, ensuring that their quality of life needs are met, um, you know, helping them just reach their, their highest level of independence through their, their daily tasks, which could be, hey, you know, arranging um, trips to the store, you know, voting's coming up soon, are we helping out with that, um, you know, just a, a multitude of things, problem solving, um, you know, medication issues, um, uh, or you know, sometimes a lot of our clients get therapy outside of the walls of our of our facility and get it elsewhere. and so I help arrange um, those details, getting them back and forth. It's just you know it, lots of problem solving um, it, Take that It takes a load off the clients and their external stakeholders' shoulders to just to help facilitate that care is the, you know, the core goal of what we do at, as care coordinators. Now, you've heard me say care coordinators and case managers. Case managers coordinate care. At, at Origami, we use the term care coordinator. So it's essentially the same thing.
0: You know, I, yeah. I know one but, of the things um, when I was at Origami and Natasha and I were talking about it and – this comes up so often in my group and in individuals who are trying to keep track of all their doctor appointments um mm-hmm. you know i know for myself i felt like i was it was my full time job in the beginning was going to doctor appointments um and often you know they're showing up on the wrong day or the wrong time um And and, and it's so frustrating and, you know, some clinics aren't as um, understanding, I guess we could say, um, for people showing up, you know, like if you show up a day late, they're like, well, you missed your appointment. You can't come here anymore. Um, So, you know, is that is that something that you kind of help assist patients with just trying to keep all those appointments straight? Um, Is that something you would work with people with? 100%,
1: 100%, absolutely, um, and in a lot of cases, a case manager attends most of the medical appointments related to the head injury you know, with, with the client. So, um, and that's where it's extremely helpful, not only managing the appointments, but managing that really complex internal communication that goes on with the provider and the client. Um, helping the client understand what was just talked about and also helping the provider, too, understand where the client's been and the other services that they're receiving. My unique role at Origami, we're lucky we have medical transporters who take clients to appointments, and they report back to me. But I mentioned there are field case managers out there who would attend the appointments with the individuals, and I have done that in the past. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. And it just helps clarify you know, the big picture of care. You know, the goal of case management is to provide, you know, um, it, it's cost savings to, you know, the funder, but also it enhances the care for the client. So that's why right now case management's really exploding. You know, Medicare, Medicaid have, you know, picked up case management um, services quite a bit over the years. It's certainly not my field of expertise, but um, I, I know that there's a giant value in having that central person who helps um, move the treatment plan forward in the most efficient manner possible. And at the end of the day, it's a winning, it's a win-win for the client and for the funding source because there's not a lot of wasted dollars, not a lot of, you know, readmissions to the hospital because appointments were missed, like you mentioned, or they're not following their medication compliance. So, yeah, absolutely. Like like I mentioned, there's so many facets to case management. It it can be, um, it's it's definitely um, a wide open field.
0: And I I would imagine, too, as a case manager and going to those appointments with the patient, um, you know, you're in a situation where at origami, everybody understands brain injury, right? Um, But in other clinics, perhaps it's not as understood. And so then I would think a case manager could be a really important advocate. You know, I, I know for me in hindsight, I wish I had brought even a friend with to my appointment. Yeah. Cause I really do think it might've made the difference. Cause I was able to talk and walk and, you know, I was able to somewhat articulate how I was feeling. And I think having had someone with me who could say, okay, look, this, this isn't her, right? Like, we need she needs help. (laughs) Um, I think that that could have been incredibly powerful and I might have gotten the help I needed sooner. Um, So I would think I I would just have to imagine having a case manager coming along like that could just be so incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also. Well, about that paperwork you have to fill out when you first walk in, you know how you know nice it is yes. for the client to hand that paperwork over to the case manager. <laughs> so many times I have the client just hand me the paperwork, I would fill it all out, put their history on there, and then, you know, really go over, you know, with the provider exactly, hey, this is what they've been through. And understanding that whole roadmap to recovery is so huge. And, you know, that's where you work so collaboratively with the, whoever provider you're working with, whether it's the primary care or, you know, neuropsychologist, neurologist, because they all operate in their own specialized, you know, units of care. And, and primary care have such a huge burden on their shoulders of all the things they have to know and understand. Um, yeah. You know, it don't have time to know um, all the, the the facets. And some of the, the folks you'd expect to know all the answers sometimes don't, like you alluded to earlier. Some of the providers, physicians, they, they don't know the whole roadmap to care, um, especially in brain injury or, or those those concussions that seems like they should be easy concussions, but they're just not getting better, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's where it gets complicated to have that advocate, and that's exactly what a case manager is, is, you know, is a good advocate. Um you know, to help just bridge all the different pieces together to help the client, with their, you know, with their outcome. So, yeah, it, it's I, I it's so pivotal. Again, listen to your talk, everything you went through, think of the efficiency that could have been, you know, put <laughs> right. into the plan of care had you had that person leading the way. And that's what, you know, they don't, unfortunately, don't teach case management in nursing school or um, yeah. social work programs. So, it takes a person who's been through it and worked in the field, you know, for a long enough time to, you know, to obviously receive the certification that was required uh, to provide that level of care.
0: Yeah, and you know, you talked about the paperwork, and I remember my very first visit. I went, you know, about an hour after I fell, I I went to the doctor and having to fill out that paperwork. And I remember my eyes, like I couldn't focus on anything. And I'm like, I literally couldn't read it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. and the 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 desk clerk was just kind of like, what's wrong with you? You know, like, I really, I look back at that and it was like, I, I just remember that that she was just kind of like, well, you need to fill it out. And I'm like, but I can't. Like, can you help me? <laughs> And, and, and you're a person who's like a
1: writer. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Right. Imagine the, the, the varying levels of education that play into that as well. And then you throw in, you know, a freshly concussed individual <laughs> trying to figure this out. And you, you have lots of visual changes, which is very typical after a head injury. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's putting those pieces together and, and just knowing how to ask those questions. And that's, you know, we, a lot of, Patients rely on the, on the, their family doctor. You know, the next level would be a neuropsychologist. You know, not everyone's lucky to move on to a neuropsychologist for neuropsych testing because they'll generally really get a client off on the right foot. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and, then, you know, and then from there. So, but then, again, you know, when you get a good case manager involved, they can help give su- suggestions, you know, because, again, they don't teach this in school. Um, you know, especially a lot of in, in the state of Michigan, we have a lot of case managers who are nurses. And, you know, having a strong medical background is important to understanding the roadmap to care. You know, I was lucky where I had all my pre med, you know, education that helped yeah. me understand anatomy and physiology, those courses like that. Um, it's, it's interesting, though, because you don't have to be a nurse to be a case manager or a social worker. Um, you know, you have to be an individual who's worked in the field and, you know, has some f- sort of academic degree um, to be certified as a case manager and go through all that. Because, you know, to be certified, you have to demonstrate, you understand all the various, you know, payers out there and types of um, treatment. So there's lots, there's lots to case management. It's not all brain injury. Um, so I'm, in I'm brain not injury sure, that...
0: Michael. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, oh, I... please. Um I'm not sure if in Michigan if if you have to deal with waivers. Um I know here in Minnesota we have different brain injury waivers um mm. to help people get different Oh, um, like there's a transportation one. If, if, um, you know, they're found to have a disability and can't drive, there's, there's some public transportation waivers and, um, just, yeah. just different waivers. Um, is that something that you deal with in Michigan at all? Um, helping your patients get onto different waivers?
1: Yeah. You know, in, in Michigan, you know, we we're incredibly blessed. We have this amazing, Um, no-fault system. A lot of our clients that we serve are injured in in, in car accidents. Um, And that particular system, uh, the no-fault system, covers everything you can possibly imagine for the whole gamut of care. It's an amazing system. Um, there the only waiver I'm familiar with, there is one that's offered through like a Medicaid waiver, which is, you know, it's, it's a waiver program to allow super um, individuals who are extremely injured, uh, the proper um, inpatient care that they would they would need. But not so much from my standpoint, I've never really had to work with waivers, um, again, because we are blessed with all and no default system mm-hmm. that most of our clients that I come across are a part of. But health insurances, you know, they do provide um, some levels of outpatient care. And now some health insurances now are also including case management services in there, too. So it's important for your listeners, you know, if they're you know, to check with their insurance policies to see um, what kind of benefits they have, because they may have case management services built into it. That's the big question a lot of people are going to ask. In the state of Michigan, since we have a no-fault system, we are um, flooded with case managers. It's, it's, um, you know, it's it's, it's a service that is readily available. Outside of Michigan, I'm not as, as, as sure. But again, Medicare, Medicaid, it's, that's something I I do know that they do offer case management services. Um, but you'd have to check with your individual policy to see you know what the the criteria is to obtain a case manager. Because um, you know Medicare, Medicaid have you know very strict rules as they should. Right. Uh, what type of conditions um but as concussions become more and more understood it's you know it's in the it's in the media i mean it's podcasts like this that really bring the awareness out there that we need you know and and i believe that once we ha- have a better understanding you know there'll be places for you know case managers to be available for that client so
0: and so if someone does go and look and see in their insurance that a case manager is covered, how would someone go about finding a case manager?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Million dollar
0: Um, question, right? (laughs) Right. You know,
1: in, you probably have talked about this ad nauseum, but, you know, the BIA of America is such an amazing resource for anyone with a head injury looking, for, you know, one, they can that's kind of step number one. They can find out what's the local chapter to where they live and then contacting them. And then they they could give some great recommendations because um, referrals for case management, you know, they happen from all areas. They can happen from an insurance provider. You may have to take their case manager, like a you know, workman's compensation um, type, type of route. Um, some attorneys have case managers they work with. Neuropsychologists have certain case managers. Insurance companies, like now for the auto insurance companies, they'll make referrals to case managers as well, um, and depending on where you're at, you know, whether or not you have to take what's assigned to you or if you can shop around like we're talking about, um, it just depends on where you're at. But I would certainly start out with the BIA um, of America and yeah, that's start
0: there. A, yeah, that's always a great starting point. Um, if, um, their Their website is b i a u s a dot org for anyone that might need that resource and um, they have an eight hundred number so you can talk to an actual person, which I think is so important in the brain injury world because so often we have trouble trying to communicate through email and and you know other forms of communication. It's nice to be able to get someone on the phone um, so michael what what other thing um, have we not covered in in, in, far, in the case management realm? What are some things um, that you would like the listeners to know about case management?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. Because again, it's such a nebulous um, field, depending on what the issue is. Um, you know, I just think that Again, the the big piece is having an individual who can pull all the pieces together, that not only advocates for the client but also lets the client know, um, you know exactly what the benefits are that, that they they could benefit from. Um, what's medically necessary? That's the big piece that we deal with a lot in Michigan because we have such a great um, system with, through the auto no Fall system. Um, you know, when is this particular benefit? Um, something we should go after or when it's not medically appropriate and helping educate the client. And sometimes the providers too, on those two areas um, is, is extremely important. And, you know, it's that case manager kind of wears a lot of hats. Um, it, it's sometimes I, I feel like I, I'm an attorney, a physician, um, a counselor, um, everything, you know, it's, it, it negatively really comes through a lot of years of experience and, um, you know, what we can bring to the individual. So I think that's important. So another piece would be, you know, if you have the opportunity to work with case managers and if you have the opportunity to choose is to certainly interview. You know, if you're working with a facility or a doctor's office, to, you know, f- figure out who the local providers are and interview them. You know, what what, what can that case manager do to help? Um, and I think that that's really important because that relationship like the relationship with your, your physician is so important because if there's no trust, um, you know, the outcomes won't be as, as good. So I think yeah. that's a really key point.
0: Yeah, and, you know, in my experience of of meeting with other survivors across the country, I, I've i heard so many great things about case managers and how they've really helped them get the next level of care. They fought for them to get what they needed, um, you know, which you might not have ever gotten on your own or with just a family member coming with you. So I know there's a huge yeah. value in, in having a case manager. So, um, what would be your recommendation to someone who's listening that 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 needs a case manager or feels they need a case manager? What, what would be your recommendation, like a first step for someone?
1: Absolutely, understand your insurance would be the, the first step by far. You know, and then and going from there. Um are you working with an attorney? or you're a primary care physician? Ask those persons in your support system. You know um, who who you know who they would recommend. That's that would be you know important. Some people don't have anybody. And that's where I would certainly recommend reaching out to the BIA then um, to obtain information or um, internet searches too. I mean, it's it's amazing how, how powerful Google is, and, you know, platforms like that, just to know what's in your area and what exactly they can provide to you is is, is, is a key step, um, you know, and, and what are the things that you need help with. You know, the the goal is to get an individual back to, their prior level of functioning, or as close to as mm-hmm.
0: much as possible. And
1: in that case, manage your, and and um, keep that goal in the forefront. Because you know what we don't want is individuals staying within the injured mindset. We want to move forward, yeah. get the care they need, and get back to life. That's what this yeah. is all about.
0: Absolutely. Well, those are final. Those are fabulous final words. I that you couldn't just set that up any better, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for being here today. This was a really, really good topic, very interesting. And I, I know our listeners got a ton of great information. So thank you so much for being here, Michael. I, I appreciate having yeah. you here today.
1: Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. And again, it was wonderful hearing you speak and went everything you're doing for the, the brain injury community is is fantastic. Thank you.
0: Aw, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed um, hearing from Michael, and I hope that you got a few golden nuggets along the way. Um, Just a reminder that you can find previous podcasts at facesoftbi.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zalmer. And just another big thank you to our sponsor, Midwest Functional Neurology Center, the concussion doctors you can trust in the Midwest. Find them online at MNFunctional. Neurology.com. Thank you everyone for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey and have a great day everyone and I will see you next time.